Yo, somebody call a geologist. Good morning. Welcome to The Rock is Hot. My Celsius thermostat is busted. I don't believe in Fahrenheit, so we're coming at you with 400 degrees Kelvin. How you doing, Kia? <laughs> I'm good. How are you, Hush? I'm great, man. I came off that intro off the cuff, and it felt like I did something with it, so I'm in a zone. You almost, you almost dropped it, but... I almost it lost it. I never had it, so <laughs> I caught it on the way down. I kicked it with my foot before it hit the ground, so the glass didn't shatter. Exactly. But we want to tell the people what we're here to talk about? Yeah. So we're about a week and a half into the NBA season, and obviously everyone loves to make overreactions about the NBA season very early on. So we want to talk about what is real and what isn't. We'll be taking six players and six teams and really just saying if we think they will keep up what they're doing so far this season, whether it be good or bad. Yeah. What surprises are what? Because we got some fun shit every single start of the season. This is why we watch. This time of the year and like April are the most exciting, I feel like. Yeah. Well, April's on playoff starts, yeah? Yeah, so like April to April 10th is like the stretch run roughly. And then usually Easter-ish is the start of the first round. Yeah. That's when basketball gets good. I like the all-star game. Let's be serious. <laughs> Christmas Day is cool. I don't understand the Christmas Day hype. No, nah, uh, I Christmas feel Day Christmas. basketball hype. I like the Christmas basketball, honestly. Well, I mean, you're Jewish, so what do you yeah. do? Yeah. <laughs> oh, is that what you mean? Yeah. I mean, if it was taking away from like celebrating holiday, like, I does your like family do much. anything? I genuinely don't know. No, I just like the Christmas feel. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy, dude. Capitalism has everyone so fucked up. Okay. Oh, Johnny Davis, first quarter minutes. Yes, sir. We are here. Do you want to start with teams or players? Um, players will probably be better content. Okay. We'll start with players, and let's get the hate and shit out of the way because I'm so ready to prey on some downfalls. We're going to talk about players that have been playing like garbage and whether you buy or sell it. So who do you got first, Kia? Okay, so we had Carl Anthony Towns. He has looked unaggressive. The fit hasn't been perfect. The Wolves don't look great. What do you think? Do you think he's going to keep this up or he's going to bounce back and improve? Cat last year averaged 25, 10, and 4. His best career year was 24 and 12 and a half or 27 and 11, 4 and a half assists. This year, he's averaging 27 and 5, which is the lowest points since his rookie year. The lowest assists of his entire career, lowest rebounds of his entire career, but it's a career high in assists. He's shooting pretty bad from three, the worst since his second season in 2016. So there's a lot of good and bad, and by good and bad, I mean like all bad, but he's shooting 96% from the stripe. I think it's kind of real. Explain. Well, We've seen how good his numbers are, and we've seen how far those teams have gone, which is two first-round exits in seven years. And 
you look at players who go to winning situations and how things change for them. Andrew Wiggins, Devin Booker are two prime recent examples. Uh, James Harden, you could say, even though the Nets haven't done it in the playoffs. Chris Paul going from the Clippers to the Rockets. I think Cat was a little bit overcast in volume. And I think his empty stats are coming down. And I hate empty stats, but it's a real thing. When you look at it the right way, like people are like empty stats, like, oh, anybody can do this. And that's not true. But when your team gets good, your stats like go condense, you know? They it might not be realer. What you're saying is it might not be in Hollow. the best interest of the team to yeah. put up the stats that he's putting. Yeah, like they would not have won more games if Cat took less shots. But Cat taking less shots now that they have better players wins more games. Yeah. And so that's the case here. And I don't think Cat was a real life 27 and 12, like unbelievably good shooter type of guy. I think, I don't know. He's like a three-time all-star. I think he's like a decent all-star. He's not going to be perennial. And before the season, I thought he was definitely the Wolves' best player. I think Gobert is the Wolves' best player. And Cat's still second until proven otherwise. But I don't know. He doesn't strike me as a superstar shoe deal guy like I thought he was going to be two years into his career. I think 27 and 5 is going to go up, though. I expect him to finish around 23 or 4, 8 and 9, and then 5 assists. And he's going to shoot 40% from deep. But Anthony Edwards is scoring more points than him, and I'm not sure how big their difference is going to be. Yeah, I think I've always kind of been higher on Cat than most people. and I was, I too, until this year. And it's not because of the five-game sample size. Like I said, it's because of the different team. Yeah, I still am, I would say. But I do think – I mean, I think the fit issues are real. I think a lot of people try to downplay them. And I get that because, I mean, I still think the Wolves are going to be better than they were last year just because of internal improvement and adding a top 20-ish player on the team. So – like, yeah, it's not like the fit issues are the end-all, be-all of this team, but I do think they hurt maybe Cat individually. So, like, I think it'll take a while for him to get used to the new situation. I think his numbers will take a hit. But one thing that I really want to see, and I think this is – I think this is kind of what Cat needs to do anyways because I do think he's a pretty elite scorer, but – it's also pretty obvious to me that going forward for the next 10 years, Anthony Edwards should be the number one option on this team. If not now, then starting in like a year or two. So I like that they're kind of using Cat as more of a playmaker, like like a centerpiece of the offense, but not necessarily as a scorer. I like that. I think they should see how far they can take that because he is one of the most talented passing big men in the league. And he has a lot of skills that can be used really well in like a supporting way on offense. And I think he should kind of flesh that out more. I agree, especially given his new role next to Gobert. 
In addition to the ascension of Anthony Edwards and the scoring load being lightened, I think Cat is better off passing because you can't have two black holes next to each other. Like, Gobert is almost an average scorer, right? Like, he gets, like, 14, 15 a game on, like, 65% shooting. He doesn't, like, hurt your offense. You can have a top-five offense. We've literally seen it in Utah with Rudy Gobert playing major minutes. But Cat is better fit to maximize himself and Gobert this way with the passing. So I think that should keep up. But the reason I'm saying I believe that his slow start is because I don't think he's as good as we thought he was. That's fair. I mean, my, I don't think my opinion's really gone down, but I do want to see if he can. I mean, I think there are just a lot of questions because his body has changed so much over the past couple of years. It's fluctuated with losing weight, gaining weight, losing it again. His play style changed. He started driving a lot more. He started shooting more from the outside. So his post-up game seemed, has also changed because of that size difference. And then now the whole roster construction has changed. So I just want to see, like, how it looks when everything is stable. Yeah. And I don't really want to judge until then. But I still think he's, like, top 20 player, or at least will show to be a top yeah. 20 minimum player, I feel like. Well, two weeks ago, I thought he was the best player on the Wolves. And I didn't I change my opinion on Gobert at all. I think Gobert's the most underrated multi-time All-Star in the NBA. Yeah, I mean, I still think Cat is the best player. but Wow, what a Kuzma buzzer beater. We're in the first quarter, just ended for the Wizards game. Timestamp, boys. It's Friday night, and we have Pacers-Wizards on primetime ESPN. ESPN one, not ESPN news. <laughs> okay. Okay. Who's next? Cat? Yes. RJ Barrett has had, I think one 20 point game so far this season and has had a really inefficient season overall. Yeah. The numbers. I don't know what else to say. 17.8, 6.3 boards, 2.3 dimes, 2.5 turnovers, which is more than the dimes. He's shooting a dastardly 37% from the field, 14% from three. But don't worry, because he's taking five and a half threes a game. But at least he's getting to the line four times in 36 minutes. It's been rough. He has yet to record a steal. <laughs> It's, oh, RJ is going to be a great two-way player. I think this is real. I think RJ sucks. I don't think he sucks, but RJ's never going to be this first-team All-NBA guy that Knicks fans and NBA fans wanted him to be because he went to the Knicks and he was a top-three pick and he went to Duke and he's cool and he's got a catchy name. I've never been an RJ buyer. I don't really know where the hype came from outside of like his shooting percentages his sophomore year on a really that was the good year right 2021 was the randall year yeah that was the randall year okay never mind i do know why people thought he was gonna be good but he was like actually like i mean the year he was efficient his efg was below 50 so he was he was box score efficient he was fake efficient um i don't see the vision with rj barrett i think he's kind of a chucker 
I mean, all those numbers I just said, he's taking the career-high amount of field goal attempts. He's taking 18.3 shots a game. What version of R.J. Barrett, or really most people, do you want taking 18.3 shots a game to get you 17.8 points? 18 shots is so many, and I don't really see him getting much better in this mold. And he's still, like, 22. <laughs> this fourth season, he was, like, barely 22, not even 22 and a half. But I don't see the vision. I'd be surprised if RJ makes more than two all-star teams. And I'd be surprised if those two all-star teams weren't the fact that he's averaging 23 and plays for the Knicks. Like Zudo all-stars. What do you think? I I mean, I'm not going to predict. Sorry, to, like sorry to go off. I just, for a long time. Yeah, I mean. In terms of all-star teams, all-NBA, I don't want to talk about that too much. I will say, don't think he's going to be a consistent all-NBA guy. I think yeah. – I mean, that's all I'll say on that. But I don't mean to generally, vindicate myself over four games of performance. But he's obviously going to get a lot better than the least efficient scorer in the NBA. But I don't know. Go ahead. I envisioned a leap for him this year. I still kind of do. And the reason for that more than anything is last year for like a pretty, a pretty notable stretch of time, he was actually extremely impressive. I mean, it seemed like he was really figuring out how to use his frame to get to the basket at will. He was closing games. He was, I mean, the Knicks ran once the season seemed like it was pretty much over the Knicks ran their offense through him and it was like fairly successful for someone his age. They really trusted him all in all the big moments. And I mean, like that alone doesn't say much, but just the fact that he was getting to the basket with such that's a good amount. Yeah. Like I think just the fact that he was getting to the basket as easily as he was is enough for me to say there's something there. The three point shot is solid not great, but definitely better than look when he was entering the league. He's figuring it out as a passer. And I think he's getting I don't, a lot I don't better. know about that. I don't really see or at least much last year. I don't really see much from him above his position average in rebounding ability, and I don't see his ceiling being really better than average from passing. And that's what concerns me is the handle's not very tight. And his shot selection feels shitty and it worries me that it's pretty much just like fine. Like you would think when he starts taking better shots, he'll get better. But the majority of his shots come at the rim. He barely takes many mid rangers. Um, fifth, 13, 11, 12% of his shots last year for mid range. I don't mean to cut you off. I'm sorry. Yeah. But no, I think I don't, I don't see the like outside of scoring world for him very much. I agree with you on the uh, handle. I don't think the handle is that good, but I think he kind of has mitigated it to an extent with how he uses frame and athleticism to like kind of change tempos and get better looks for himself and others. I mean, I don't think he's anything elite as a passer, but yeah, I was pretty encouraged by something that I saw last year. I think the defense is potentially like solid. Like, I would say it's potentially, like, good. I don't know what his defense is going to be. 
in fairness. It's so, like, inconsistent. Like, I go back and forth on whether he's going to be all defense or he's a liability out there. I definitely don't think he'll be – I don't think he is a liability, and I think that he'll only get better. Yeah. I don't know how good he'll be, but I think he will be, like, pretty good at least. Yeah. I think Tibbs helps with that. I think his baseline is going – like, his floor for his career is going to end up being, like, hair above average, and that's a really good floor. Yeah. And especially if nothing besides scoring comes around, then – being a 20-point-per-game second-fiddle scorer and bringing elite defense, like, could he be inside-out Chris Middleton without the, not, without the passing? Is that not Jalen Brown? <laughs> I'm not saying know. he will be Jalen Brown, but just that player you described. To me, I, sounds like I, a I don't think he'll be that. Jalen Brown. I don't think the shot will get to Jalen Brown's level. Yeah, I don't think so either. But. Like, Jalen Brown is – he's kind of three-level. Like, three-level doesn't exist anymore because mid-range doesn't matter. Like, Jalen Brown, I would say, is pretty damn good on the perimeter. I don't think RJ is that. Anyway, what I'll say about RJ is I think the most concerning thing is his finishing. He does get to the basket well. Now he yeah. just needs to finish. He's taking a career high. If he finishes high... at an average rate, Things will change a lot. He's taking a career-high amount of his shots at the rim this year. Yeah, like kind of building off what he did for the end stretch of last year. Yeah, and it's only four games, and I'm taking out his rookie year. Yeah, and I don't see why he can't be at least an average to slightly above average finisher. Yeah. So if he can figure that out, I think he automatically becomes like a lot better. So yeah, I think that's really what it comes down to in the end. Yeah, dude, he shot 59.6% at the rim last year, and he's at 59.3 this year. And his career high is 60, like 1% better than what he's doing now. And none of that looks good. But he's got the tools and the size and the frame. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm buying on the fact that he hasn't been good. I'm not. So that's good. Who's next? Kyle Lowry. Oh, this is my hater section. Because I also, I didn't realize I was three for three on preying on downfalls. I don't think Kyle Lowry is going to get much better. And I say all these relatively because these guys have been so um, ghastly that they're the reasons that they're the three guys over anyone else we're talking to. Mm-hmm. About Kyle Lowry's averaged 12, three and a half, five and a half. He's shooting 35.1% from the field. 35% from three. He, I mean, he's taken nine and a half shots, you know, basically his career low. And he's taking 6.7 of them from deep. You just can't. First of all, like the defense is not going to respect that at all. You're hurting your team unless you're Duncan Robinson or Davis Bertans to take ratios of shots like that. And the mm-hmm. shots he's getting aren't really that good because he's so on ball that majority of his looks are self-created as opposed to his catch and shoot opportunities. And that both lowers his percentages and lowers his efficaciousness in the office and the (laughs) offense. And he's never been a guy that gets to the rim. And 
his his rim percentage this year is thirty seven percent. Like he's good when he does it. His past couple seasons have been 71, 69, 64, 65, 66, 68. Like those are his numbers since turning 30. And this mm-hmm. year it's 38. It's going to level out at like 58, you know, 60. But maybe not when he looks this slow and this bad. And he was this bad last year. I thought he was going to be better like for certain than he was last year. And last year he was an above replacement level, but not insane point guard. Yeah. I don't. Sometimes you just lose it like Carmelo. And it's Mm -hmm. just gone. I think Lowry is a candidate for worst contract in the league. Yeah. My thoughts on Kyle Lowry are basically he's clearly old. Yeah, and I think really that's like it. Lakers, like Lakers, Steve Nash. When him, Mike Conley, and Chris Paul all signed those contracts, I said Kyle Lowry was the worst one, and I stand by that. I mean, I don't know what else to add. Like, he's still gonna do the basic Kyle Lowry things you want. He's gonna make good decisions, make good passes, hit threes, be a big guard on defense, but like all the smaller things that really made him a star, the fact that he could push the pace, the fact that he could bully his way inside, stuff like that, I don't see it. Which I think is fine because they have one of the best superstars ever at doing that stuff in Jimmy Butler. But I think it just means you're going to get a lot of the more basic stuff from Kyle Lowry, but not the real like Kyle Lowry experience. Yeah, and that's the thing when players decline is they don't just, like, turn down. It's not like all-NBA guy. They don't turn from, what's a great example, from, like, Zach Levine to Colin Sexton. They just, like, become 60% of themselves, 50%, 40% of themselves. And with Kyle Lowry, that's rough because when he was already so weak, at scoring and helping you off of the ball a little bit, those things can go down to levels where it's hard to keep them on the floor over other options. Like players with serious deficiencies that can get really rough. And like Kyle Lowry last year had a major deficiency in scoring. Mm -hmm. Out of nowhere. I thought it was schematic, but it looks like father time has just like really suplexed him. Yeah, I'll say I think he'll end up being than he's I think he'll end up being better than he is right now. Yes. I, I think, think he'll, he'll probably... be about I think he'll be about average and bad in the I don't know about bad in the playoffs. Exploitable in the playoffs. He's a great playoff basketball guy, but I think like I was talking about, he can scheme himself out of games by his lack of on ball opportunity. Like teams can guard him like kind of like Ben Simmons, but backwards. Because all he's going to do is pass it or shoot a three, so yeah. you have no like you can't play too high on him, and you don't really have to respect the type of pick and rolls because you know that he's not going to drive, and so yeah. that's going that would hurt Bam Adebayo long term. They'd rather run those pick and rolls through Tyler Hero, who's both a better shooter and driver, even if he's a worse passer, because it's going to get you more from the defense. Yeah, basically, I think he'll even be probably a little better than he was last year. 
Mm-hmm. But not by much. Kind yeah, kind of like better but worse. If that yeah, makes think, sense, because limitations are really getting exasperated. Yeah, I think you nailed it on the last pod when you said he's a role player now. Yeah, which is fine, because he already was. He, he I mean, he's the fourth best player the on this team. Yeah, he already had a lot of the qualities of a role player, even when he was a star. He was yeah. just the best in the league at all those things. Yeah, exactly. And I don't know how many charges you can take that will keep you on the floor. Heath's defense is seventh, though. And they haven't been a bad team. Yeah. Okay. okay. Next. We can go on to players who are playing well. But Man, first, Lowry's I playing just... 34 minutes at age 36. That's it. First. I just want to say real quick, Cade had a bad – because I'm always going to push Cade propaganda. He had a bad couple starts to this like couple games to start the season. He has 27 in the first half today. He's on track for 54 points. I just want to put that out there. That's how it works. I saw that, dude. It's so hard when I'm placing my bets, which you shouldn't do, but if you do, do it with FanDuel Sportsbook. To not pick eight overs every that? single night. So that they pick Why did up, you dude. say that like we were Oh, okay. They didn't know until I <laughs> <laughs> didn't know. Presented by MGM. Nah, I don't know them. <laughs> I don't know Grand Casino. It's so hard not to pick Cade's overs every single time because his ass is a hooper. Let's I, go, Bradley Beal. If I were to theoretically bet, I would do that pretty regularly. I know. It's so hard not to fall in love with group the, chat. Yeah. Yeah, fall in love with the players that I know are better than they're getting respect for. All right. We're so going to anyway, talk about players that are good, and we're going to move good a little players. faster now. Yeah. Yeah, three good players who have played good so far this season. Number one, Laurie Markinen. What do you think All right. Real or fake? Yeah. I'm going to pull up his exact stat line and tell you. Okay, in the meantime, like, derive I it say... off of that. He's averaging 22.0, 8.8, and 3.0 assists. He's shooting 49 from the floor, 24 from three, 82 from the stripe. He's getting to the stripe 4.4 times, career high. And he's only averaging 1.8 turnovers, which is considering usage like good, like an improvement almost. Yeah. What I think? think real, honestly. Definitely. And that's insane to say fucking Lowry Markinen averaging 22 and 9 is real. But it kind of is. I expect his season averages because Jazz are going to finish 4 and 1. We were going to talk about Jazz on the teams, but y'all know that we don't have to. Nobody thinks that the 4 and 1 Jazz are going to extrapolate that record onto finishing 65 and 17. But Lowry's a good player. I mean, I could pull up his February 2019 stats if you don't believe me, but he's a beast, man. Yep. I realistic numbers for me, 19 and a half, 8.4, 2.6 on 46, 36 shooting. And that's like pretty good. He's pretty good. I don't think he's a small forward, though. I don't know how that's going to work. But I mean, if him, like, I think um, Kelly Olynyk's going to move, or Walker Kessler is going to move, and Lowry be power forward with one of those guys. Yeah. But I mean, he, realistically, real. Definitely real, in my opinion. 
I'll go a step further. I think he might be even better than this for the rest of the season. You think he's going to average more than? I think he can get to mid twenties. I don't this think twenty four, twenty five is out of the question. So he's taking seventeen shots per game. Is not crazy. Like who else is going to take him? Actually, Sexton. Literally, I answered my own question. Colin Sexton is going to take a lot more shots. He's, yeah, I but mean, I mean, Sexton's still the best player on the team, and he's averaging seventeen minutes. In seven and a half shots, like I don't know if he's better than Laurie Markkinen, but that will get me killed. Really, in some, in some circles of Twitter, that will get me killed. He averaged twenty-four points, four and a half assists on above position average efficiency, shooting forty-eight, thirty-seven, eighty-two the last year he was healthy, and that was at age twenty-two. All I'm gonna say is I'm not. I'm not talking about that. I chose. I'm not gonna like call you wrong or stupid, but I don't want to talk. No, about I mean Collins I think Nixon. it's possible in, in the Lowry marketing section. Let's talk about Lowry. Yeah, I had him as my pick for most improved player. I said that on our season preview pod. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, this isn't really surprising to me. I I even threw him as a potential like fake shout for first time All Star. Yeah. Shout out Coach Hardy for getting him a lot of good looks, dude. Will Hardy, Coach of the Year. No, he's a. He seems like a really. He is great right coach. now. If the season ended today and the Jazz were the one seed, and they were this dominant team, like quite literally, Will Hardy is the current coach of the year. It seems by the definition like, of that, who could end it today? Yeah, it seems to me like if the Jazz are ever good, which they will be, because all teams at some point are good, except the Kings. I think <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't even a shot. That just like is the rule. Yeah. Like. And the Wizards. The Wizards haven't won 50 games in 43 years. Yeah, but at least, like, they had, like, a season. At least they like, made the second team. round. Yeah. yeah. At least they haven't missed the playoffs um, since people who can now drive. People yeah. with driver's licenses have never been alive for a Kings playoff appearance. That's yeah. something I just thought of, and that hurts me. Sorry. Sorry, LHG. <laughs> and uh, James Boo. So anyways, they – not they. Coach Hardy is getting Laurie a lot of good shots. He's getting him coming off the ball. I mean, I think Laurie is just – like, he's a hell of a shooter. But he also has – He's shooting 24% right now. Yeah. 24%? 24% from three. Exactly. Okay, on so – 6.6 takes. Exactly. And his, his career average is like 36 and change. And I think he's potentially he's at 40% above his last 36%. Year oh, yeah. So no. if that three-point gets to, like, even 36, but it's obviously even possible he gets to, like, 38, that's automatically above mid-20s, like I was just talking about. Yeah. So, yeah, I think – truly, I think he has potential to improve even more than he has so far. I yeah. definitely say this is real. And I think he's honestly pretty good on defense, which he wasn't when he was in Chicago. Yeah. I think Laurie Mar- – I mean – I don't think he's going to be shooting 64% on twos, but point is, I think Laurie Markman is like that. I think he's a, he's a really good player. This would be crazy. Imagine if the Cavs lose the, the Donovan Mitchell trade because Sexton and Lowry <laughs> both make all-star teams. Yeah. Is that so what back you to, think? Yeah, we'll, we'll go to the next one. But back to Lowry, reality. If Lowry and Sexton both make the all-star team in next year, 23-24, do the Cavs lose the trade unless they win a title? Because the Jazz are going to do players... that and get Victor or Scoot. 
like the Jazz are still picking top five despite this. Despite this, There's but I think the Cavs still got better either Smith. way. Yeah, but if they don't make more than one conference finals, and the Jazz like with one of their picks, not the Wolves picks. All right, it doesn't matter. Lowry's an All Star though. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm starting the campaign. Now. I'm surprised with myself that I said I buy him, but I do. He's got tools, yeah. man. He can really, really rebound. I buy him and then some. And he's tall I enough he's to like get that. to a nice little finisher. Okay, who's next? We'll go. We'll go faster. Honestly, one of the best storylines of recent time, Paolo Banquero. Best storylines re- of recent time. One of one of regular. I, mean, is, I don't think a rookie regular first out. overall pick plays no, no, good. I don't is think one of the best storylines. I don't think a first. I don't think any rookie has played like for a team that's so starved for talent or not talent, but like a creator that hasn't had one forever. He comes out and I think this is the best. I mean, the season just started, but for like five, six games in, I think this is the best any rookie has looked like in a long time. Yeah. These are the best first five games by a rookie since I don't even know. Yeah. I can't even think. For reference, Paolo Napoleon James Bancaro, yeah, is averaging (laughs) 24.0 points, 7.6 boards, 3.2 dimes. He has more steals plus blocks than he does fouls. I'm sorry, equal. 2.4 to 2.4. And he's shooting 45, 29, 80. And he's getting to the stripe nine times a game. Nine times a game. He's playing like an actual, legitimate, complete all-star player. Yeah, like those. Like right out the be, gate. He would be an all-star this year as a rookie. If like those right out the gate. Down. It, like, like it's not even like it took him a single game to get adjusted. Game one, he dropped one like 27. Summer league game. And uh, today, at like halfway through the third quarter, he's going to build on those averages. He's already got 18, 11, and 6. On sixty-four percent shooting, yeah, he just seems like one they're of the offensive players who's like inevitable. They're like seventy-three, he's just gonna, forty-four on Charlotte. Yeah, dude, he's just he gonna does. get his numbers no yeah. matter what. Yeah, plus twenty-seven, best on the team. I can't believe I'm gonna. I'm gonna say sell. I'm gonna say don't believe it. I think he's the best player on the Magic, but I don't think he's a rookie all-star. I think he's going to be a little bit better than Cade, but as a rookie Cade, but year-long. Cade didn't hit his stride until, like, I don't know, February? Like, mm-hmm. first three months, he was getting his sea legs because he's a one-and-done. And yeah. so is Paolo. I think Paolo is about as good as that, like, last game of the year Cade, first game of this year Cade, that type of guy. But right away. So he's going to be an unbelievable, not unbelievable, unanimous rookie of the year, averaging low 20s, like seven boards, three flat type of dimes. Mm-hmm. And he's going to shoot fine, like 44, 45%, maybe 30, 31 from deep. Even though he's going to get so much better through his career, just because the type of looks he has to get, the terrible, terrible team he's on. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna say sell. I don't think he's a rookie all star, and I don't know if he'll make it next year because the Magic aren't gonna win more than thirty games next year. For some I reason, mean, he would keep picking them and make the plan. I don't understand it. 
They suck. All their players are bad. <laughs> I'm in a similar boat. I think he's probably not a rookie all-star, but I mean, I think he's probably going to be a little better than you're saying. I feel like he'll be, or no, I mean about where you're saying. I think he'll be like 18 to 20 points. I think he'll be, let me look at past rookies of the year. I think he'll be the best rookie of the year in a while. Yeah. But I don't think Luka. he's, I don't think he's going to be like a historic rookie of the year. Yeah, I can agree with that. I think he'll be the best rookie since Luca, and that's pretty amazing. I don't think he's gonna be an All Star. Yeah. So I'd sell in terms of that, but buy in terms of he's just a damn good rookie. Yeah, exactly. Like it doesn't it doesn't look fake. It's not like he's coming out here shooting like forty eight percent. Not having like a TJ Warren bubble. Yeah, he's he, like, like he is getting good to the enough. free throw line ten times a game. Like if you saw somebody else average these numbers for a week, you're like, yeah, like that's not like insane. playing no, playing the way Ish, he's playing. Yeah, like it's not like um, Ish Smith or Steve Blake is putting up these numbers. Like yeah. Paolo is capable of this. That's not a fluke. But he's not doing this for the whole year. And yeah, yeah, I can agree with that. Best rookie of the year since Luca, who was the best rookie of the year since Blake. So, like, the third best in, like, 10 or change seasons. Yeah, that's, that's pretty good. Fun. Yeah, I mean, Cat is right there. So, like, third or fourth best of the past 12, 13 years. A really good rookie of the year. Or he could just do this and be, like, unanimous top two. Potentially. I, don't, I wouldn't bet on it, but. Who top knows? two what? Rookie of the years in that time period. No, because Blake was a rookie all-star. We will yeah, don't Blake. remember how good. Yeah, that's, that's why I he's said not. Too. He's not touching. He's not touching. That's Luka why I said. Uh, that's what anyway. I mean. Blake's one. I don't think he's touching Luca, and he'll be maybe Cat. Who's I'm next? Saying, I'm saying if he keeps this up, but yeah, no point. Oh, if he keeps this up, then yeah. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Yeah. Go ahead. Okay. Jalen Brunson. He's been really good. I don't know what to say. Like. They were questioning, they including me, were questioning the contract for the Knicks. And I still question it because I'm not sure what this Knicks team is doing, but Jalen Brunson's look good. So, yeah. like the questions for me, and I didn't think I was a hater on this deal. Like the questions that we had, like as a consensus, was the Knicks have needed a point guard since, like, what, Frazier? <laughs> and they Honestly, pay they, they pay this unbelievable bag to Jalen Brunson, and then we were like, "He's small, and he played with Luca." Like we didn't know if he was a real point guard because yeah. he averaged like four point eight assists in thirty two minutes, which is you know fine. You know, like that's five and a half per thirty six, which is less than what Jordan Clarkson's averaging right now, but. Was that guy really going to be the point guard when RJ Barrett and Julius Randle were going to yeah, exactly. get so much usage? And they're already left-handed, so having all three of them left-handed, could that ever work? So like the Wildcat offense? But it turns out so far, Jalen's averaging 20 points, four and a half rebounds, eight and a half assists on 52-41-85. And 1.5 turnovers, which is less than last year, despite the insane usage. Mm-hmm. And so it turns out, he is a point guard. He played point guard for a long time for the best college team of his time in college at Villanova. You know, he's a champ. I think he's a two-time champ, right? 
and I have no idea. He's still a point guard. He's not going to finish with 8.5 assists, but I'm buying. I think Jalen Brunson's really good. I'm not buying that he's going to be an all-star. So we call these numbers 25 and 8. I don't think he's there, and he's not going to be a 50, 40, 90 guy. But I don't think he's overpaid. I think that's how I'll justify this, is I'm going to say, yes, Jalen Brunson is going to be good enough to be worth whatever his AAV is, like 30? Yeah, something like that. Was it I just think, was it a clean four one twenty? I'm not sure, but it was around okay. that. It yeah, Jalen Brunson, good. Jalen Brunson, I believe it. No, it's less than thirty. What a steal! Yeah, it's I four one ten. Basically the same as you. I think mm-hmm. him playing. I don't think he's a full like true real point guard, but I think he's perfect for playing next to what we're theoretically getting from R.J. Barrett and Julius Randle. Who do you think is the best player on the Knicks? Call me crazy. I think by the end of the season, we'll be saying it's R.J. Barrett. Dude. <laughs> I wasn't even thinking about yeah. Barrett. Like, I was but, thinking of the big three, and I was like, it's either Randall or Brunson. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. more likely it's one of those two. But I think it could, it could be either. I kind of think it's Randall. Yeah. It's been Brunson. I kind of think it's Randall based on body of work. And I mean, if it's RJ Barrett, then the Knicks will probably be above the play in line because we know way more about those other two guys, how good they yeah, are. Yeah, I know you so mean. So if, yeah. if Baird's better than those guys, who the amount of Spider Man costumes wearing Tim's, it's going to be unreal. The fuck, yeah. tra- fuck Trey Young chance for like Knicks Celtics in the first <laughs> round are going to be unreal. Yeah. Nick's Cavs and everybody's like burning Trey Young jerseys. <laughs> Nick's Cavs would be an amazing series. Yeah. But anyway, last word on Brunson. I think you're right. He probably is legitimately the best point guard the Knicks have had since Walt Frazier. At least that comes to my mind off the top. We're so, we're forgetting like a John, John Starks, Starks type of guy. Yeah. Eh. I don't know if John Starks was a point guard like that though. Yeah. Point is. I think that's worth it. I'll call that a buy, I guess. I basically feel the same as you. Yeah. Who's the guy that's not Nick Van Exel that was like Nick Van Exel in the early 2000s? He played for the Knicks. Oh, on the Knicks? Yeah, Yeah. on those Knicks teams, I know. They had like a bunch of just like... Those were interesting teams. teams. The Knicks teams with the black trim on their uniforms... So, so dope, man. That's like Those some of the first basketball team. love I've ever had. Okay. Who's next? Okay. We finished the players. Say say our uh, honorable mentions that we won't talk about for players. Okay. We had Siakam for playing really well. I buy that. I buy that. He could be the best player in a champion. You heard it here yeah. first, literally. I kind of agree with that. Desmond Bain also playing really well. I buy it. I think he's. I don't think second. he's this good, though. I, I think, think he's. The clear second best player on that team. Oh yeah, and they were the two seed last year. Exactly. So, but he's not a twenty-three, five, and six guy yet. Uh, and he's not going to average forty-seven percent from three on nine and a half. Yeah, but game. he he'll legitimately. But he's like, like that. He'll he's going like to forty-two, which is crazy. He's going to make an all-star game in his career, and then oh, Mavs. The Mavs pick Tyrell Terry over him, who's already out of the league. I'm he sick. Will... I'm so sick. Okay. Speaking he of the Mavs, like one of the best low usage guys 
just one of the best guys per usage in the league. He's on an insane career pace, man. He could be historic in his mold. Yeah. Um, oh, so and the last one. I, I buy Bain to an extent. I buy Siakam all the way. Christian Wood. I, I buy. He's not the ex- second best player. Uh, maybe I he, is. he is. He is. You I think, think he's better than Didley and THJ? Yeah, I, I'm not either of those. I extremely buy Christian Wood. I'm, as I'm high on both of player. those guys. Maybe by season's end. Like, he's played like it, but he isn't right now. By season's end, I guess he could be. Jason Kidd's going to have to put on a clinic with these guys. THJ, Dinwiddie, and Wood could all be their second-best player. They're two, three, four on that team, and they could all come off the bench. Weird team. Okay. Yeah. Uh, let's okay. do teams, and let's go quick because we're, yeah. we're already past 48. Oh so my let's, God. Just do blur- we're, let's do blurbs for this. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. The Blazers, they're, I believe, 3-1 and one or 4-1. and one. I've said it forever. I think they're going to be a top-five seed. I buy. Top-five seed? Yeah. I had them missing the play-in. I had them as the one seed last year, and then Dame got hurt. <laughs> I thought they were the perfect regular season team last year, man. Who they have? But I think they are they had, the perfect regular season team this year. They had Dame... CJ, supposedly healthy Nurkic, Robert Covington, Larry Nance, um, one or two other guys. And I was like, this team is built for the regular season. Like, Dame's the type of guy that could finish top three in MVP. Mm-hmm. I thought they had it. And then this year I said, all right, they're basically rebuilding. Norm Powell. No. They also had Norm Powell who's like so – and Dennis Smith Jr., who I was buying for comeback player of the year. That's like an elite eight, nine guys. And Cody Zeller. Oh, the amount I talk myself into Cody Zeller. I thought they were the one seed last year. This year I picked them to miss the play-in. Now I think they'll probably be a, a play-in team. And so I buy it. They're not a top five seed, but nobody thinks the Blazers are going to extrapolate their 4-1 and one to being 65-17. and 17. But there's so much realism in the Jazz. I don't think they're a top five team, but I think they're a stable team, a very well put together team. I think they have a superstar, and I think the rest of the West is very shaky. So I think I don't, they will be there. I don't trust twice. their depth, and I think the West is like regular. Like it's not West deep as we know the West. It's like an averagely deep. Conference. I think in terms of teams, it's extremely deep, but I think in terms of regular seasons, it's much less deep. So they have 12 players that have gotten minutes for them this year. And you tell me when you stop having full confidence over 82 games. Josh Hart, full confidence. Simons, full. Dame, full. Jeremy Grant, full. Nurkic, full. That's five. Justice Winslow? Most. Most. Shadon Sharp, very little. Mm. Nas, little. Pretty little. Drew Eubanks, fairly little. And then Keon Johnson, Greg Brown, and Jabari Walker after those nine. But I Gary just, Payton has been injured. Yeah. So, yeah. So, he's coming back. So, add him to, like, Justice Winslow. So, it's six and a half. I, I feel just, good about I just those other don't, guys. I feel good I just enough don't about them. see it. And long-term, having Dame, Simon, Sharp as your, like, guards, ain't it. They could really use DSJ, man. Shame he's not around anymore. DSJ, I'm buying. DSJ's been playing amazing, and you heard it here among many other places and by me on Twitter. DSJ is real. Yeah. 
13 and a half and six and a half assists. My life is a movie. 52, 50, and it doesn't matter what he's shooting from the stripe. My life is a movie. <laughs> Guess what DSJ is shooting from the free throw? 43. 33. Oh, it's close. Okay. Through four games and counting. They're playing the Magic right now. Yeah. Um, okay, next team. Atlanta, also 3-1, and one, probably going to turn 4-1 and one after they beat Cade Cunningham in the midst of his 50-point game right now. Um, I buy it. I think they're kind of like the Blazers of the East to an extent. I think they're a lot better. With a higher ceiling. Yeah, I think they have a higher ceiling. And McMillan's a way more proven coach than Phillips. Like, I'd be really hard to see the Blazers winning around. But Trey and DeJounte, Trey might be better than Dame. Last year he was. And... Maybe the year before, I don't remember what year 2021 was for Dame, but no, he was pretty insane. 20, I definitely wouldn't. They're they're similar in quality. Dejounte is so much better than any other Blazers player, and then they have Clint Capella and DeAndre Hunter, who you can just rely on, and then Bogdan Bogdanovich, who you can rely on. John Collins, who might be better than Jeremy Grant, and then Mm -hmm. Okongwu also coming off the bench. You think Jeremy Grant's better than? John Collins. Yeah, yeah. I just, think so. just, just yes or no? Okay, yes, because I don't yeah. want to talk about it for too long. Yeah, I'll say I yes. I don't know that John Collins would have been much worse on the Pistons. Like he's never had an opportunity on some shit like that. I think they're but they're both they're really similar where they are. Yeah, but Grant has to be the second best player with Simons versus Collins is clearly third. So I buy the Hawks a lot. If I think I, I don't think, even know he's clearly third. Who? But we. Collins, I think he might be lower than that. We can get to that later. Okay, him and Capella are both great options. But yeah, I think the Hawks could genuinely be a six or five seed. I really don't see a world for the Blazers unless Dame wins MVP and no one gets hurt. And Sharp is the Ross rookie of all time, but also doesn't play like that because he's good. Um, next team? Yeah. So this one, we had a couple teams that were all like – I'll just name them, then we'll go. These are teams that we're buying the success for or selling the success for. Yeah, Knicks, Wizards, Jazz, Pels. It's just kind of – they haven't really impressed. Yeah, all those teams are – The Jazz have impressed, but we know that's fake. All those teams are three and one, which is, like, good but not mind-blowing because there's only been four games. And the Jazz are four and one, which we've talked about at length. Yeah, I mean, like – I think the I think the Pels are going to be really good. The Wizards and Knicks are going to be solid. The Jazz are going to be bad. Like that's it. Yeah, Jazz terrible. Top five pick, like I said, that's not a hot take. Still, um, Pelicans seven ish seed. Wizards and Knicks. One of them will probably make the play in because of how good the East is. The other one might be eleven. I think the other nine teams in the East are all better than them. So yeah, I mean, probably. sell like none of them are going to win seventy five percent of their games. Yeah. The Wizards are down 15 to the Pacers right now. So that would be 3-2. and two, And the Pacers are also going to pick top five. Yeah. Okay, so these next three teams are more interesting. The bad teams. Yeah, are they one, actually bad teams? Yeah, number one, the Sixers, who are 1-4. and four, Despite James Harden looking like MVP James Harden. Yeah, what's he averaging? 25, 8, and 10. Approximately, I want to say more points, but I, I was going to no say idea. I was going to say twenty three or twenty four points, but the eight and ten I know for sure. 
Yeah. The point is he's playing like that. He's playing like that. And obviously they're not going to finish at that pace. Like realistically, everybody knows the Sixers are going to make the playoffs. But I'm totally selling how bad they are. I still think they're going to be a top four seed. I think they're going to have home court. Yeah, I definitely agree. I mean, they're just trying to get Harden to feel himself again. And then at a certain point, they're going to have to bounce that Harden with Joel Embiid and Tyrese Maxey. And that's not a problem. That's like, like, it's going to make them not great for a period of time. But in reality, that's the opposite of a problem. Yeah. They're not going to have the growing pains that like a team like the Nuggets integrating two stars in with like no games played the past year are having. Like these guys all played in the playoffs last year, like six months yeah. ago with each other. And Tobias Harris has been there forever. Like they're so deep. My biggest concern is Embiid's health, not what we've seen on the floor from them so far, to be honest. Like yeah. Tobias Harris, Embiid, Harden, and Maxi. But then also P.J. Tucker and D'Anthony Melton and Dan Wellhouse and Montrezl Harrell and Shake Milton and Paul Reed. Yeah, they're, if your biggest problem is the fact that both James Harden and Joel Embiid look like MVPs and you need to figure out how to make that work, you're in good shape. So yeah, I think they'll just no, kind of fix themselves. Like I think that they're going to make the conference finals or better. I picked them to win the championship, and I'm not wavering from that. Yeah. Okay. Do you feel as Lakers. strongly? I don't know how. Uh, I don't think I picked them to win the championship. Good Where chance did you they pick make them? the finals. I picked them as the Eastern Conference runner-ups. But okay, do you still my, my feel that way? Are all loose. Yeah, I feel as good. Like about that, they're them that as good. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if I like necessarily. I don't know what I predict because how can you predict that? But yeah, you're better off going with your preseason predictions than your five yeah. games in predictions in a lot of ways. Exactly. So, like, past the actual prediction, I do think they will just be as good as I expected them to be. Right. My opinion hasn't gone down. Yeah. Okay, okay. next. Uh, what do you have to say? I said good. Okay. The Lakers. <laughs> if, I so- if I sold, <laughs> they're the most laughable team in the league by a lot. Yeah. If I, if I sold on the Lakers then somebody call 911 because I'm clearly being kidnapped. I picked the Lakers every single year to do some major shit. They were the best team in 2021. Yeah, they lost to the Suns in the first round. People are like, oh, the first round exit. The <laughs> <laughs> first round exit. <laughs> All those nicknames are funny, the Lows. Yeah. But they're going to be fine. I picked them to be above the play-in, which I'm like the only person I know have the Lakers top six. I still feel that way, but just losing your first four games really, really hurts when you're fighting between seventh and sixth. So that's going to be rough, but I still don't see why they can't win pretty solid. It's just the same that what's going on with Russ. Sell, but sell all the way that they're 0-4. I don't yeah, care. okay. My Here opinion my... really hasn't changed. I just wish they would have pulled one out. My boiled-down thoughts... LeBron's playing really well. Anthony Davis is, for the most part, playing really well. I just wish he would settle for jumpers less, but that'll probably – I don't know if that'll fix itself. But even if it doesn't, he's still, like, playing, like, a top 10-ish player. Um, Everyone else doesn't look good at all. Russell Westbrook looks really bad. Yeah, like, Russ is unsustainably bad, so I feel like they're going to positively regress to the mean. Yeah, 
I have no idea how good I think they will be. They had really good signs against the Blazers on whatever day that was. I have no idea. But they were playing like a really good three and a half quarters of basketball. They were turning the threes into layups. They were cutting. They were driving. And then LeBron and Westbrook played hero ball and they lost. So if they can just repeat that game for every game for the rest of the season, except not play hero ball, then they have this. <laughs> then yeah, they have the like the most embarrassing down the stretch finish of the year. Yeah. If they can just do so everything fun. else they did in that game, uh, yeah, they have something here. I don't know what they have. I still think they should just trade Russell Westbrook, but they have something potentially, maybe. Yeah. Russ is going to get a ring, and it's going to be this year in purple and gold. <laughs> All right, what's next? The Nets. Nets, bye. Bye, bye, bye. They could win the championship. I don't care. I don't care at all. I just don't. Ben Simmons is Ben Simmons, and he didn't just get his talent sapped like Kevin Durant and Thunderstruck. Not Michael Jordan Space Jam, like Kevin Durant and Thunderstruck, because that's much more topical. Mm-hmm. Ben Simmons is fine. He's been all BA. He hasn't been all BA by accident. Like Kyrie, historic, historic level, efficient scorer. He's not like Carmelo. He doesn't have all time bag. He has all time scoring efficiency with a bag. Yeah. He's so damn good. And I picked KD to win MVP. I think this is the last MVP level season we're going to get out of KD. Oh, I disagree, um, but of course. Unless, unless he goes to like defy acts of God openly, blatantly, and blasphemously. Like I think I think the Nets have it. I think they have it this year. I like Royce O'Neal. They're gonna make a trade for somebody because they don't have anybody else. Like Joe yeah. Harris, Seth Curry, Nick Claxton, like it's cute. They closed with Yuta Watanabe and David Duke last night. And they closed with Yuta because David Duke <laughs> Played so many minutes, pulled out. We're five yeah. games into the year, and that's already where the Nets are at. They're gonna get better, and they're gonna be fine, and they could win the championship. Like I feel, I think the Sixers are better than them, but like the Sixers can win it, and the Nets can win it. I'm kidding when the Lakers could win it, but they have LeBron. Yeah, the Nets. Uh, I mean, I chose them in that pre preseason prediction we were talking about. I chose them to make. The finals. So the Sixers were runners up in the conference finals. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Which no, is insane. No Bucks or Boston. Celtics in your conference Bucks, finals. Bucks, I don't believe in. Celtics. What? Yeah. I don't, they, they, were, def- they were a game shy, like a fourth quarter shy of beating the Celtics without Chris Middleton at all. Yeah, but I think the Celtics are better this year. Huh. They have no Robert know. Williams, so they're not going to have home yeah, court but advantage, and then they're going to be frauds. They can't win outside of TD Garden. He's going to come back. I don't know. He's going to come I back, think... and he's going to turn back into a pumpkin. I just think with the Nets, um, I really don't like – and this is a real realization I came through recently. I don't love the way Kyrie plays basketball. I think – I don't either. But it's it really hit or miss. He's got six. And he really missed in the playoffs last year. Like Kevin Durant now he has just played Simmons. a bad series. But I think Kyrie Irving was like just playing bad. You know what but, I mean? But don't you need to hear me say that that was the closest point differential of the Celtics series? Despite the fact that it was a sweep? Don't you need to hear me say that? So anyway, 
<laughs> I think Kevin that Durant series is... is a joke. Please don't ever say that stat to me. Yeah. But Kyrie good. Yeah, he's good. I don't think he's I like think. a top 15 player like I thought he was. Well, we've seen him as the second best player uh-huh. on champion. And yeah. Oh, yeah, he definitely can be. But ben I think Simmons fit... isn't much worse than Kevin Love was. I think he fit with LeBron more than he does with KD. But I just... Yeah, and KD's not as good as LeBron. It's a steeper thing. But they don't have to play the 73 and 9 Warriors, at least. Yeah, that's the thing. In I mean, the they have finals. some... They just need to fix something. Yeah. I think it's the big man rotation. Um, especially how those bigs interact with Ben Simmons. It's embarrassing. Yeah, like, Dayron Sharp and Claxton both aren't good enough. Nicholas Claxton and Ben Simmons. Hits. Ben Simmons and Nicholas Claxton on the floor together when their team has the ball is, like, an embarrassment to watch. Ben Simmons needs to play point guard just straight up. Don't, yeah. don't get him off ball. He doesn't know what to do. He doesn't have any aggression. He needs to get the ball in his hands and Steve Nash needs to say, like, go fuck yourself, sprint forward, until he remembers how to do that again. Because he had some high-flying jams. I saw a tape of his Philly highlights, like, on the timeline. He's literally so athletic. I just wanted to get it back so bad. Yeah, I mean, he's looked really, like... And if he's gone 600 days in a row resting his back and not playing yeah. a game... Where's his juice? I mean, it's his, it's his tendencies. To me, that's the so issue. Was, it's oh, always been his yeah. tendencies. It's always been that. People didn't realize it for a couple of years. I think people now realize it's always been his tendencies. Not The fact that he doesn't shoot matters, but it doesn't really matter. Like, mm-hmm. a lot of players can't shoot. Yeah. That's not the issue. Yeah. No. Uh, like, for years, no they said he was a jump shot away from being the best player of all time. And he wasn't. I... But show us that guy. Show us the guy that yeah. we lied about being a jump shot away. Exactly. Everything else is that good. He should exactly. finish. He needs to finish top five in defensive player, and I think he can. And I think, like, if you could bet on top five finish, I would put money on Ben Simmons, top five depoy finish. Yeah. So all this to say, I think the Nets can do it, but also they look embarrassing. And yeah, I would kind of kind of like the Lakers, but if the Lakers had more. Yeah, like if the Lakers made a trade and like yeah. fixed the whole Russ situation. If the Lakers had Ben Simmons instead of Russ, or a player as good as Ben Simmons, that fit. Like I buy Ben Simmons other than that. Yeah, Ben Simmons would have been the perfect. Um, do I buy his trashness? Yeah. Section. I can't believe we didn't do that. I I sell his trashness. He's really good. I'm and not sure about that, but the point is the Nets are interesting. Enough. I think they'll be a lot better than this. So. I wouldn't bet yeah. on them to make the conference finals, considering the Sixers, Celtics, and Bucks are on their conference. But I can see them winning the championship. Exactly. Easily. Like, they're the of like six or seven teams that can actually do it. Fourth best in the East. All right. Are yeah. we good there? Sorry to the Heat. Yeah, I think that's it. We covered all the teams, all the players. All right. Do you have anything to say? I don't. We will never make a pod under an hour. I don't think it's possible. I don't think it's possible. All right. Peace and love to y'all. Yep. See ya. See ya.